I'm going to take a picture of you. Oh, I'm going to take a picture of you because your hair looks so nice. I just rubbed my nose. I like Rudolph. Rudolph the red-nosed Gemma. Have we done it yet? Yeah. Gemma's the king pretty. It's a face only a mother could love. Um, and me. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're BFF because you publicly announced it. So it's fine. It's outed, outed. Gemma, Gemma asked me out on, on Facebook. I did. Don't say that because people <laughs> will think that we're now lovers. Lover. I would if I could live in your house. Okay. <laughs> Is there room for me? Um, Shayna Builders just built a cupboard. <laughs> Perfect. I'm in. I, I'm not in, in the cupboard. I've not in trade. Hello and welcome to the Live Laundry <laughs> Podcast. I'm Gemma. I'm Chippy. Constantly um, interrupting your intros from since 2019, 20. <laughs> um, I right, before we start, I'd just like to update everyone on my ongoing gym saga that I've not told you about. Not told Why you is about it? this. Oh. Why is it saga? <laughs> All gone horribly wrong. I'm now, oh, member, no. I'm now a member of two gyms. Right, so do you remember me saying, I can't wait to go to the gym and lift something heavy? Are yeah, and they that, got right? rid of all the heavy stuff. No, but, so I, I'm not really a cardio machine type of person. Right? Yeah. Okay, well, I'm you just... do, because you do a spin class or something, right? You do... Yeah, but like, I, I like to mix it up. I like to, wait, anyway. Mo- mostly part of that is because um, I want to try and avoid osteoporosis. Fair. And but, it, I mean, what I mean is, is that cardio is important for fat burning, but if you're doing a spin class, or do you know what I mean? If you're doing a class, that's usually a yeah. cardio thing, yeah. and then you can go and do some weights. Feel so, the burn. So the gym opens last week on Monday. I went on Monday and Tuesday, and it was the same man who weirdly looked like the long-lost twin of Joe Wicks. In fact, at first, I thought it was Joe Wicks. I was like, <gasps> you're like, Jim! oh, my God, oh, my God, we finally met. And it wasn't him. So when I first met Gemma, <laughs> one of the first conversations we had, she was like, blah, 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 Joe Wicks. And I was like, who? And she was like, uh, 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 oh, my God, do you not know who Joe Wicks was? And I was like, no idea. And she was like, oh, you have to go and look at him. And now I'm an imperfect person. There's lots of things that I will gloss over, but Joe Wicks's voice is, is it's a, it's just a big no from me. He's a lovely man, but in terms him. of attractive, well, you no. did at the time. No, 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 no. I've never fancied him. I just think he's the loveliest man on the internet. I, I genuinely. Well, believe... I mean that might be true. Um, That's how he comes. But anyway, so anyway. well, so you were just like uh, Joe Wicks is amazing, and I haven't heard of him. And so Joe Wicks, I feel like, is almost the third person in our relationship because you and still love him. There was a very brief moment where we thought that Pete Wicks from, was it Towie or something, was Joe Wicks' yeah. brother. Because also, I, cause I don't know anyone. Gemma's always like, do you know so-and-so on Instagram? Do you know, so, do you know Pete Wicks from Towie? And I'm like, no, but you sent me a picture and yeah, it all they are sense. very similar, right? And then I Googled it and it's definitely not his brother. Anyway, so it wasn't Joe Wicks at the gym. But this guy, he was part. He was part of what I would, I would re- loosely call a beefcake posse, right? Beefcake. So they all had like muscle vests on. They all had their shakes. Sure, they're very lovely yeah. people in real life. But they were, they were, they were by the weights, right? That's where Gemma wanted to be. I wanted to. They're be. They're quite intimidating, though. It's like oh, no, they, don't, they don't intimidate me. I used to belong to this gym where it was like a spit on the floor gym 
and the blokes it was full of those blokes and you just gotta get over it and walk in elbows out no I don't mind that I mind it's not okay intimidating is the wrong word it's the fact well maybe they won't it's the fact that they'll tell you what to do will they tell you what to do no one's ever ever done that to me maybe that's a tall thing because oh no no one's (laughs) done it to me in the gym but men constantly tell me how to walk my dogs and nothing is guaranteed to make me more angry then it's so odd I think maybe it's a London thing but they'll be like that dog should be on a lead that dog shouldn't be on a lead oh I can't believe you're walking the dog on the lead oh you should and it's like you a would you say this to my husband but b get fucked do you have a dog for 30 years that should be kept shut no I say say that that get fucked anyway so so I was just like oh for god's sake so respecting that they were there first I was like I'm just gonna pick my mat up and I ended up like exercising basically cheek and jowl to a, a bin right it wasn't fun right <laughs> no. bear in mind it's not a cheap gym and then there was this other, other kid I'm gonna call him a kid he was about 17 who was just wandering around with some malt loaf oh. a whole malt loaf so he'd yeah. go and do some weights and just sit there and eat a slice of motlo. It's all very odd. Anyway, I went the next day, exactly oh. the same people there. So I was just like, I'm not having this. So I went over to the PT, who was also very young. By the, oh, yeah. And I okay. said, look, I pay a lot of money for this gym. <laughs> and he's like, yes, as if to say they all do. And we're yeah. all entitled to that. I said, I said, you have to help me. I can't do the workout that I wanted to do. So I, I then ended up in like the spin studio that's not used on my own. He gave me the keys basically <laughs> to shut me up. And, but what happened was I said to him when spin class classes start up like next month I'm not gonna be able to use this space you have no floor space in your gym and he yeah said, the reason why we've Did got you- no floor space is because we've had to spread all the machines out for social distancing and I was like well what do I do and he was like no come at a different time I was like no that's not so then we've got a closer gym so went and joined that as well so I've now got two gyms and I'm playing so the you're deciding which and which is best neither is perfect and I just want to go back oh. to my old gym and I really miss my Why old can't gym you it's, is about, it's too far it's too far away it's like 20 how miles many? away how long's that to drive well in the 10 it, minutes no because it's it's really windy country lanes and it, oh. it's just it just wouldn't work anyway I don't know what to do and I know I know I know that there is such a can in can non Derek can Derek build you a gym? <gasps> he is actually building his own office stroke gym. Can he build you a gym? But the worst thing is, is that every time he goes to the gym, he'll send me a text going, no one here. It's like oh, they're all waiting Derek. behind the bins. <laughs> then, then they Derek, see. it's not helping. <laughs> Does he think that's helping? Do I need to text him? This is not helping, Derek. Build him a gym. It's not helpful. Anyway, so that, that's my ongoing <sighs> continued gym. That's annoying. Um, I, I've done okay. that thing where I've spent ages looking forward to um, the kids going back to school so I could do my 10,000 steps every day and get loads of work done. And instead, I've literally just, I've, had, I've drunk more coffee. Uh, it's like I'm making up for not seeing people for coffee um, last year by drinking a year's worth of coffee with people in this week. And that's very nice because it, it, it's not like planned. People just are like, oh, should we go for coffee? And I'm like, yeah, that's great. And then eight hours later, I'm like, this is no, I not. I think that is, though. I think it is some, an element of healing. Well, I, I think we spoke about it last week. Obviously, I don't listen to the episode, so I don't know what you included. <laughs> but um, 
spoke Basically about it just me. That's... It's me on a monologue. <laughs> <Chippy. laughs> I cut you out. <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, it's not though, because sometimes I catch Joe listening and I'm like, why is my voice there? It's awful. Um, uh, but so I've had a bit of a traumatic last three weeks and it was literally like my brain wasn't working. And I have been... Oh, I'm, I feel I feel like I'm going to go off on one, so bear with me. Okay. I have been doing this thing, which seems to have become a bit of an Insta trend. Oh. Um, but I realised I was doing it oh, before the trend, obviously, me being me. But I had it started. It all started on Monday mm-hmm. when I bumped into two of my fave mums mm-hmm. from school. Um, it was one of their birthdays, so we went and we sat in the sun and we had coffee and. Oh, Joe's phone keeps ringing. It's really annoying. We had coffee in the sun and it was lovely. And I kept being like, oh, I should be doing, oh, I should be, I should be doing, oh, I should be. And then I was like, no, you're sitting in the sun with two nice people. You haven't got anything to do because you're unemployed. And scrabbling about at home, making yourself panic isn't it's actually probably more productive to be absorbing some sun and talking stuff through with people. And I've in the last, in the last three weeks, although there's been a lot of like panic and upset and, and horribleness, there's also been like, I really like listening to the birds and I really like looking at the flowers and walking around. And it, there's this trend called joy spotting which is kind of like the original when mindfulness first started to take off. It was all about how if you're very depressed, like you can't get out of bed depressed. Um, it can be really good to go for a walk, but you go for a walk and you look at the trees and you don't look at the tree. You, you look at the trees and you sort of focus on the detail of the tree. Right. And the hugeness of the tree and the different intricate bits and how, that tree's been there for years and will be there for years. And do you know what I mean? You look at, you really take it in. Um, and it is really helpful, but I have had just quite a nice time where I've been like, well, I'm just going to poodle around and have a, have a listen to things. And I think it's actually been really good for my sad little brain. And I think, um, I, I think it is as well. I think um, Mike had a period of time off uh last summer he oh yeah three he did. And a half weeks off and normally because he used to be self-employed so normally if he had a break in contract he would be panicking like, yeah oh my god i need to get that contract. that's what i'm doing yeah but he knew that he was going to he had another job that was starting in three and a half weeks so he took that time to do off, what off. you yeah to do what you're doing so he he went and played golf and i remember because you were so pleased about that um, did school runs and stuff yeah um, I keep reminding him of it and going do you remember when you had those three and a half weeks off I haven't had any time off for ages. oh my god I remember it I remember it <laughs> anyway but I think I think that's exactly right I think you're it's almost because you're in your head panic maybe anxious you know you want to yeah yeah, yeah. know that you, you but, know find something that you're not allowing yourself to enjoy no, and I realized what I got into a habit of is because when I was doing network marketing I was on my phone a lot um and almost the more I was on my phone the more money I was making because it meant I was talking to customers I was helping people with their skin or I was doing trainings 
and so I realized that what I had done is I had just kept I was on my phone more but obviously it wasn't making me any money but in my head because I, I associated my phone with work I was just like the more I'm on my phone the more chance I have of making money and something will come up and if I'm on LinkedIn loads and actually it's through conversations with people that I've decided what I'm going to do and how I'm going to retrain and all of that. Um, And that has come from in-person conversations with people. And I think, yeah, I mean, I, I, without wanting to go too dark and stuff, I had my, my, one of my grandmothers died in quite a sort of sudden, horrible way. And it's always, I've always had it sort of in my head that it's like you literally anything could happen tomorrow and as I'm a very anxious person and I'm like god I, I I never listen to my own advice I always say to people you could get hit by a bus tomorrow always at least twice a week I'm telling someone that and I never listen to my own advice it's like you know have the conversations with people allow yourself to sit in the sun and drink coffee with a friend even if you should be doing you feel like you should be doing the laundry because we've had a year of doing laundry. You've had a year of doing laundry. You've had a year of cleaning your house. Mm-hmm. You've had a year of doing all of that stuff. And even if you're doing slightly what I'm doing, where I'm like, oh, I could have done this last year. when I had loads of time at home. It's now like, yep, but you're not. You can go and sit in the sun and drink coffee with your friend. You don't have to have other drinks are available. Um, but, but you... It's really actually interesting you say that because I'm going through something similar, but I think potentially the opposite way around. So I am going to, you know, I keep threatening to take some time off. I want yeah. to try and take some time off next week, but I'm scared to take the time off because it mm. kind of feels like I've almost forgotten what to do. Yeah. And <laughs> I, think the thing is, mean? I think the thing is you don't have to do anything. Yeah, no, I know. But that's in itself quite a scary concept it's like yeah, you yeah. said hi Eddie okay you can go now Eddie's <laughs> Eddie just said in the chair it's like you said like you became so conditioned to being on your phone yeah you and were you're, like, we're very we're very similar oh Eddie we're very similar in what we do in that it's content creation quite often yeah and uh, so, so I I've have spent so long notebooks. on my phone that I've forgotten what to do I don't know what to do when I'm not on my phone so I have notebooks that I actually designed for my stationary website and they came in a lot thinner than I was hoping for, but actually I keep using them, which isn't ideal to use your own stock, but they're really good because I find that when I don't want to be on my phone, because they, they're lightweight and you can shove them in the bag mm. and I just write stuff down on different pages. So I've got like Instagram lives and I've got a list of stuff I can do. And then I think, well, I'm not going to lose that brain. And I think quite a lot of it is like, or I need to create that or I need to do that or I've got to and you get so programmed into like keeping the social media train going and keeping the the business going by your constant input that taking time off is really difficult yeah and also I think I one of the major things of my job working for you has been fruitlessly telling you to take time off (laughs) Anyway, so that's so I think it's, it's very it's it's interesting what the brain does. I think yeah, and so I think for you it would be a really good thing because I don't know what to do with myself because also what I found and I think this is more to do with with the events of the last three weeks than necessarily anything else, but possibly a lot of people are feeling. I know a lot of people's brains are feeling foggy and stuff. But it's not even that I'm procrastinating. It's that my brain literally won't let me settle to anything. So I'll be like, 
oh, I need to respond to that woman about that skin thing that she asked me about. Oh, I need to, but then while I'm there, I need to do this. But, uh, but instead mm-hmm. of normally where I'd then be like, but then I started writing about this skin thing and then I started doing this and it all links, but I'm actually doing stuff. Now I'm not even doing the stuff. I just sort of go, oh, I should do that, but that will lead to that. And, that, and it's like my brain's doing the links, but nothing's happening. And I think what I found is that sitting in the sun and like staring at my peonies as they come through. I'm like, oh, look, there are the peonies coming through. And actually making the effort to focus on those things. So for you next week, it might be like, I know, knowing you, you'll be doing some form of upcycle or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It might be like, but look at how the paint is settling into the thing. Wonder what paint color I would like. Do you know what I mean? You've really got to focus on those things and switch off that part of your brain that's like, when I get back next week, I'm going to do this and I'm going to create that and have a notebook or something on hand so that you can write it down and be like, okay, I've written it down. It can go till next week. Who we're we waving at? Derek? Dipstick Dirk. He's off to the gym. I'll get a text him and it's saying, no, no one what are you? Do you know what it is? Do you know why he's going to text you that? Is that they'll be like, Oh, it's Thursday. Mike's coming. He's going to bring the protein shakes. And Mike's just one of those guys that stands by the weights. Um, well, we weren't going to talk about that. We were going to talk about... No, we weren't. Uh, cancel culture. And we um, say that as two women with side partings. So uh, the millennials well, are very, very anti I, the side. I, I, don't give, I could not give a rap. I look like, what do you look yeah. like with a middle part? I look, oh. I look like Noel Fielding. I, no, you don't. But you, I, you definitely suit a side passing. Yeah. I, look, I mean, I look like Wurzel Gummidge side or not. I just look like an extra from Fred I, and I, I keep seeing people saying you're not allowed a side part. Why? What? Also, I've never seen I think, this. I wear my I, hair how I, I want to wear my hair. I, my opening comment on, on the whole council culture, centre of passing thing, and I, I cannot stress this enough and I think I speak for a lot of us when I say this is we don't give a shit what you think we should do with our hair I just don't care I just you can think what you like about my hair love I just don't care I just it like it's, you don't have to have it on your head it doesn't make my life any better I'm just happy I've I got should. hair I'm just happy I don't have to deal with a fucking millennial in my face every day like do you know what I mean? I, I, technically, I'd like to say that, that I am a millennial by one year. So I, I don't I don't understand the whole thing. I still I don't know what who who do I belong you're to? You're Gen Z, I think. 81. Yeah, I think you're a Gen Z, um, which is only from 79 to 81, I think. It's very small. We're quite niche. Yeah, because my sister's one. And before that's Americans Gen X. Say niche. Niche. That's wrong. Fuck? I... Yeah, I love I love Americans. With I'm going to say it, I have a lot of friends who are Americans. <laughs> but niche is no, is a no. It's niche, and also they say instead of um, a life boy, they say a buoy. They call it a buoy. And so Joe and I used to be obsessed with Deadliest Catch. Did you ever watch Deadliest Catch? It's fucking terrifying. It's about these fishermen who go out in like Alaska. And they're people who catch all the king crab and stuff. And it's just like cool. hardcore work. But they're always like, throw out the buoy. And like, we'd just be hysterical. There'd be someone having a heart attack on the boat. And we'd just be like, there's a 
<laughs> okay, we're, 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 we're doing that thing again where we... Okay, yeah, we're, so we're, cancel culture. Go, and go, we, go. we just went into a whole cancel culture rant. So <laughs> I, I am... So I, I do recognise that this is... Can you hear that noise? It sounds like someone's drilling up from the depths of hell. Okay, stop talking. Let's listen. I think it might be Shane. No. Shane's the builder. Sh- Shane's he, always in your house he somewhere. To, he said to me this morning, he said, I'm going to put this cupboard down. I said, no, I don't want it there. He went, oh, you're such a spoiled brat. I thought, I'll take that as a compliment. It's, yeah, it's my fucking cupboard, love. I, but what is it? Yeah, okay. I'll anyway, so cancel culture is a very nuanced and multi-layered onion. Um, but I heard a quote of someone that said the other day, and I because I have fallen into a little bit of a hole on YouTube because I'm doing some research for something else. Mm-hmm. Someone said, you might think it's your truth, but it might not be the truth. And mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, mm-hmm. that's profound. And mm-hmm. I thought, do you know who would have thoughts on this? <laughs> Jippy. <laughs> Jippy. <laughs> Jippy will have things to say. At the beginning of the call, Gemma was like, I thought we should do cancel culture. Have you got anything to say on that? I was like, have I got something to say on everything in the world? Yeah. So I've been watching the, lots of YouTube commentary channels and it sort of struck me that there is a whole ecosystem going on within the world of social media and celebrities. If it wasn't for social media influences and celebrities doing things that were questionable or silly, the YouTube commentary channels wouldn't exist. So it's kind of like, what are those fish that... A symbiotic relationship, those yeah, pilot yeah, fish yeah. that swim next to the sharks, right? Yeah. And I just think this whole cancel culture, for me, there was this thing, right? Demi, have you heard about Demi Lovato? Do you know who Demi Lovato is? Now, you know how she is, don't you? She's a singer. She's a she's American. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And um, there was this big drama on Instagram. See that? Did that drama. It, she did. Big, big drama. I'm getting, I'm getting, I've been watching YouTube for too long. There was this big drama and she had gone into a frozen yogurt shop mm-hmm. in California. Obviously. And she had been offended. These, these, this is what she was. She, was, she had been offended and triggered because I think she's recovering from an eating disorder mm-hmm. because they were selling sugar-free mm-hmm. frozen yogurt. Mm-hmm. So she went on to her Instagram and did, I think she did an Instagram live and she basically, I haven't seen the Instagram live, but from what I can gather, she la- laid into this shop that wasn't part mm-hmm. of a chain and said, you know, you, you're eating into diet culture. You, If I'm thinking about the young girls, I went in there. I'm, a, you know, that really triggered me. And all of her supporters went on to their, this shop's Yelp account, basically gave Ooh. it a one-star review. And the shop replied saying, actually, it was for celiacs and diabetics. Yeah, and then then she did a response review, a video going, "Oh well, you know, I'm speaking. This is my truth. I think that must have been where I heard that it's your truth, but it's not. It's not the truth, truth, and it's not everyone's truth. And I just thought it was so. I think I'm I'm wound up and ready to go. Okay, I think I've done done a sufficient intro. (laughs) (laughs) I think. I think someone who always handles themselves on social media very well, actually, and who is, you know, when she's finally acknowledges my existence, she will be my best friend. Mark two. Uh, oh, Tori Amos. 
Pink. No, Pink. Right. Okay. Victoria Moss is, is great, but she's not really on social media. But but Pink gets a lot of crap from people. And well, yeah, like she posted a picture of her son naked when he was a tiny, tiny toddler, and people were like, Oh, I can leave it. And she was like, It's a naked butt. Like, get the fuck out of it. Like, anyway, she does handle stuff very well, I think, mostly. And it, it's definitely down to slightly her personality in that she will dole it out and it do- doesn't then be like, oh, everyone was mean to me about it. And I, I think from the, from the, the, the frozen yogurt scenario, it sounds like, I, I think what social media has done for a lot of people is it's catapulted them into a position where, and I was thinking about this the other day, because I was thinking, God, there are so many pros of social media. There are people who, have been recognised and acknowledged for their talents that wouldn't necessarily ever have been. But also, if you look at, because I'm a huge fan of like 40s, 50s movies, and you think, God, the talent, the sheer talent of those people who can sing and dance and act and worked 18 hours a day in incredible pain because they were in ridiculous shoes. And do you know what I mean? And it was a real craft and an art and their job. And you think, and then you have, you, anyway, I could go on about that for ages. So there's real pros and cons to social media. But I think one of the problems is, is that before social media, if you were in, in the public eye, you'd had to slog really hard to get there. You'd had to deal with a lot of crap to get there and you had to deal with a lot of unacceptable crap to get there. So as a woman, you probably had to deal with a whole load of sexism um, and all of that, but it hardened you up and it made you really want it. If you didn't really want it enough to put up with all of that crap, you could quit. And I think the problem with social media is no one teaches you ethics. No one teaches you how to behave. And so even if this woman was triggered, and I really dislike the use of that word. My husband said something triggered him the other day and I went off on him because I was like, you're a white middle-class man. Nothing fucking triggers you. With the best will in the world. And I know there'll be many white middle-class men who do have a trigger, but he doesn't. And I was like, just don't get into all of that because you, you lessen the effect of it for people who genuinely need to use that term. And so for her to be triggered, it's like, well, how do you, you're not being taught how to find a solution to this problem. Your solution to this problem has been to make it about you and about how you're feeling and about the effect on you. You're not making it better for other people. In fact, you're making it a lot worse for a small business who might never recover because of the power that you hold. And I think that's not being taught. And I think that something that I try and do and I have spoken to about it before and I have many bloody huge amounts of faults which I we could do eight billion episodes on me listing them but what I've said before is when I receive a negative comment rather than responding to it or beating myself up about it I do then try and go right I'm going to find someone I love and I'm going to leave a positive review or I'm going to tell them they're doing great or how much they inspire me or whatever because I'm going to pay it forward as a positive thing and I think I mean I don't like the term snowflake either but I feel like a lot of people are like it's triggered me it's about me it's about how I feel now I can express that feeling because I have a right to it 
And it's like, yes, you absolutely have a right to it, but you also have a right to how you deal with it and how you can help people who may be experiencing the same. And I think if you have a massive following, and in many ways you are very similar to a, a Californian singer, Gemma, but even you with your following, who you know that you, what? you with your following, you feel like you have a, you know, you have a responsibility to a certain way of ethical behavior. Right, right, right. Got Do you see what I mean? Confused. Yeah, yeah. You and I can't remember what she's called. Demi Dududa. Demi Lovato. Dem, Demi Lovato. I'm, I'm was comparing you both, and I was saying that you know you'd Lovato have loads. Of, or was it Dua Lipa? It was, De- it was definitely Demi Lovato. Demi. Yeah, it sounds more like her. From what I know, nothing. <laughs> um, but what I mean is I know that you've had certain moments where you've received messages from someone or you, something has happened and you have, we have discussed how you move forward with it ethically. Mm. Because you're like, I have X, uh, 100,000 people following me and seeing this and you know that but how how social media can make people feel how your response to things can affect how people respond to things all of that that you get and I think you don't get taught that you have to work that out for yourself and I worry that with all this no no one's telling these people that no and I think traditionally like in traditional media like old-fashioned media like radio and telly like you used to get media training didn't you yes that was like and a you'd big have a thing. PR you'd have someone who would be like this is how you respond yeah you'd have media training you have PR um but now and you see this with like the Love Island stars and people like that there's because it's all so fast there is and there is no investment because there is no um, no one expects, and when I say no one expects, the TV production companies, the produ- production houses don't expect any longevity longevity in those careers. So there is no point to invest in media training. So they're no, on and, their own. And also for a lot of them, including, I'm going to call her Demi because I don't, can't get the second name. It, it's, she, it probably happened very young. Yeah, she's very young. Yeah. And if you think about how yes. my behavior in my teens makes me want to vomit compared to my behavior, what I know at the age of 37, and probably if I listened to this when I was 57, I'd be like, oh, get off your soapbox. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So I think it, it, it must be incredibly difficult to be in her position at a young age, but all the more reason for people to have training. But I'm sure that there are lots of people who would refuse advice and refuse help in it. And it and I think that's the thing is that social media has made it so that you can have such a big following that basically anyone who would be in a position to help you or give you advice is, is slightly powerless because you can tell them to get fucked because you've got two, five million people who, who hang off your every word and you are the power. But I think... I I do think it's very detrimental to, well, I just think it's part of what makes social media such a tricky place to be. And I do think 
the whole well cancel culture but that whole thing of like I'm offended and I'm really upset and as you say I'm going to sit in the sun so I'm not going to see um I'm upset or I'm triggered and it's like of course you should talk about stuff and I'm not saying that talking about stuff and everyone should have a stiff upper lip but it's like I think everyone needs to come at it from a point of trying to make it better from for people who are experiencing that same issue or similar issues how can you make it better it would be so much better if she'd spoken to the owner of the shop and said this is where I'm coming from this is how it made me feel given them a chance to explain it but also then be like right how can we make it better do you know what I mean I was just I was just googling it and um it says here um I won't go on that because that's the sun I don't want to go on that because that's the daily mail literally I don't want to go on any of these I don't want to click on any of these links yeah fair and and, uh, Demi Lovato Demi Lovato's politics, she's everywhere. CNN, The Sun, Daily Mail, Metro Express. Um, I mean, and that's the thing. That's her. That's not oh, but the, doing but, anything. But this that's is, power. This is, this is irony. That's the power. Yeah, yeah, but this is the irony. that I'm not going to click on the link. This is just from Google. Piers Morgan oh. <laughs> said, God, you know, I'm so upset that I never managed to get an interview. Uh, get You'd have taken Piers. And I reckon, I think you might have helped. <laughs> I'd have been in the bloody wings. Being with, I'd have been like, Gemma needs an earpiece for this. Tell him, Gemma, tell him to get fucked, Jippy. It's TV. Here's Morgus rages at arrogant Demi Lovato for trying to ruin small family business. So Piers <sighs> Morgan. Do you think I'm like Piers Morgan? No, but this is where I feel like, <laughs> no, this is why I think, oh my God, because Just the, the, like the universe, it must have tilted on its axis where I find myself agreeing with Piers Morgan. What's what's going terrible. on and like and then you just think oh, i'm just gonna go and sit down over there yeah. <laughs> you know you know that um voice that filter voice on is it tiktok or reels on instagram where yes. yeah. it? yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna sit over here while i yeah. <laughs> i know you can spend the whole of your week off just being like am i like pierce am i like pierce does anyone else think i'm like pierce blackbird do well, what does pierce <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tweet Piers and I'm going to ask him some leading questions and I'll see if we actually get on. That would just be awful. Piers, but- I've done a quiz for you. Mostly A's, you are Piers Morgan. <laughs> Mostly B's, you're almost Piers. You see, this is what I mean. Like, it's, it's, we all know that there's that awful phrase that I've always hated. All publicity is good publicity. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Which is true. But it's horrible at the same time. Oh, it's awful. And, um, and but it's true. Do you know who I've always wanted to speak to? David Beckham, and he was the original cancel person in my mind because when he got sent off in that World Cup match because he kicked that dude. Do you remember he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kicked, he got sent off, and then we lost, and like. They were burning models of him and like he was getting hate mail and everything else. He worked and worked and worked and worked for years behind the scenes to change the public perception. I mean, it took years and then he came back and then all of a sudden he was golden balls. And I think for me, he is the original cancelled person. Uh, but yeah, but also I th- what I think is so good about the Beckhams and, you know, they live up the road from me. We're basically best friends. Um. Is she notoriously was the Spice Girl that couldn't sing. Yeah. And she was the Spice Girl that couldn't sing. 
none of them, I mean, uh, Melcy does a lot of writing for songs um, and everything, but I just have the utmost respect for her because she worked out what she wanted to do with her fame. She knew that it was a trampoline for something else and you can either fizzle out Mm -hmm. or you can, you've got basically like one go to really make a difference. Mm -hmm. And from my friends who work in in fashion like she went and she can she learned how to stitch she learned how to cut designs she went and learned it all um and I've always and then that whole thing with Rebecca Luz and that she didn't they kept their mouths shut and I do think um she's she she's someone who I think has handled it all really well because they've had a lot of as you say like all of that kind of criticism yeah because David Beckham could have gone throw his toys out the front going oh my god I'm not doing this anymore but he didn't he went away you know the uh, the way I perceive it he went underground and like worked on himself and came out a better person yeah but also yeah and and I think who was it I was listening to all killer no filler anyone who likes true crime should listen to all killer no filler two girls from manchester actually no one's welsh one's from manchester one's welsh it's close, and, to, um, close to manchester <laughs> it's, it's the it same is. thing i know it is i know but it's still like <laughs> not the same thing um and they were saying about um how they're both stand-up comedians and they're like mm you say it's just an opinion you say that if we're in the public eye you we 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 have a right to for people to say rude things to us but it's like it's your job to stand up and it's you it's not you're not do you know what I mean it's your job and you're performing your humor is coming from you like David Beckham's football it's him kicking the ball and she's and she was just like it's so terrible to have people who are like they can just critique you all the time and say negative things about you all the time and to have people be like we shouldn't take it personally or it's and she's like you don't have people who come and stand next to your desk in your office and tell you you're doing a shit job Mm. all the time and And how would you feel if you were a nurse yeah and if you were a nurse and someone was stood next to you while you were changing catheter and were like that's wrong that's shit I don't think you're a very good nurse like it would be awful um and so she was saying how she put loads of privacy filters she was like basically when I go onto Instagram now I see nothing because I've just put so many privacy filters on everything um so that I don't have to see it and I think it just it must be really difficult even if you're someone like Piers Morgan who I don't like um I bet he's it must be very one of those people I bet he's secretly nice do you think think there's one person who I would happily put into a cannon uh and fire off is Katie Hopkins well you see I think I think I've got a theory on Katie Hopkins I think she had that similar thought to Victoria Vicky yeah um I've got, she was on The Apprentice, wasn't she? And she's got a what, one shot at this. And she be, almost became a caricature of herself and mm. started to play a role. And a just, bit like... A bit like Piers Morgan and just got carried away. And a bit like, do you know what? My dad did some work 
with um, Anne. What's she called? Uh, the Weakest Link. Yeah. Yeah. And she and he was like, it was so funny because everyone called her Annie and she was lovely and charming mm. and really sweet. You know why? And everyone it, why? loves a good villain. And, and that's the thing. And he, so he was like, I was really scared about meeting her because I thought she was going to be a villain. And I think what my dad didn't understand was like, if you're an academic, people are nicer to you because you're, you're known to be bright, I think. Whereas if you do something that's sport or that's more creative, they don't know how clever you necessarily are. Like we all assume, I mean, I think that everyone used to assume that David Beckham was thick. He's clearly not. No, he's, 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 it's been proven that he's a, a spatial awareness genius. Yeah, but you can be a spatial awareness genius, but not very bright. But what I mean is if Anne, I want to, not Anne Widdicom, Anne... No, Anne Robinson. Anne, the weakest link, no, Anne Robinson clearly hid behind this core stick facade. Yeah, and that was the role she played. And that was her thing. We need someone who, we need someone with like, I mean, sometimes she did take it too far. <laughs> I, saw one, I saw one thing recently where she was just ripping into a single mum. As you say, she's playing a, a role. And if you looked at the sort of TV programmes at the time it was all kind of jolly jolly come on let's see what you could have won mm -hmm. like and so she really stood out so that kind of feeds into this whole thing like I said at the beginning you've got your um this whole wheel of like it's ecosystem basically where everyone wouldn't exist without the other person the newspapers wouldn't exist without the celebrities the mm. YouTube commentary channels wouldn't exist if there was nothing to comment on Demi Lovato wouldn't you know be on all of the headlines when I just googled it if she hadn't had a rant about frozen yogurt no published you know publicity. yeah and, and but I think what I think there are just the certain ways that you can do it and there was someone I was thinking of just now literally just now and I thought gosh they handle it really well oh shit balls you were saying it's a circular relationship the media oh yeah Taylor Swift I think handles it pretty well because what hasn't she just bought out an album she's redone an album because someone else owned she basically got gyps when yeah, she was Buster younger ground ground Buster. and someone bought this dude the rights. so she's just re-recorded it and and i think she you know she makes songs about what people say about her and i think she sort of does it all quite well whilst getting on with what she's good at Buster Swift, Taylor Swift, Buster Ground. I can't remember. Anyway, Rhymes. Yeah. no. Buster but, Rhymes. No, it's not Buster Rhymes. It's a young dude. Right. And what happened? He bought her stuff. So there's something, you'll know this. It's like not the legacy, the titles. When yeah. someone, and he bought the titles. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he trademarked the titles or something. And anyway, yeah. and she. It all just went very wrong. But the reason what I like about Taylor Swift is she's just so hardworking. And I yeah, think this but is it's the also, thing. If you answer what, what, it back and clap back with, okay, but look, look what I've done since. And you're still, oh, it's like, it's like that song. I'm just a young boy. And then, but while you were dancing in the, in the. I think you did this last week. <laughs> did you sing this last week? Do we need to record a version of this as our intro and outro? Hold on, let me just get the lyrics. Uh, while you get the lyrics, it, the one thing about Madonna that is incredibly savvy is she was one of the first artists who owns the rights to all her photos. Who? 
So usually Madonna. Uh, so usually who? Madonna. I don't know if you've heard of her. It rings a, a bell. Some it's people. ringing a bell. Um, <laughs> but she was one of the first people, because usually whoever pays the photographer, or the photographer owns the rights to the photos. And she is one of the first pe- person, people who was like, no, I own the rights to all my photos. And it's taking back that control. And I think Taylor's a very good example of a millennial who actually, yeah, she's, uh, she's basically, you're right. She's like, you can own, you can own those, whatever, the rights to those songs. They're my songs. I'm going to record them again and people will know the story and they'll, okay, you can sing for us. Yeah. Tune in. This is um, Thunder by the Imagine Dragons. Oh, fuck, not this again. I feel, yeah. Do you want me to read it? No, I want you to sing it. As a standalone stanza or do you want me to sing it as a verse? I want you to sing it as a verse and I want, I mean, I think this song's been sung in at least three other episodes. Yeah, but this is the correct version. Okay. Kids were laughing. In my classes, I would guess wrong. Well, I was screaming, who do you think you are? Dreaming of being a big star. You say you're basic. You say you're easy. You're always riding in the back seat. Now I'm smiling from the stage while you were clapping in the nosebleed. Thunder, thunder. I like that. You, okay. you, you, now I'm smiling on the stage whilst you're clapping in the nosebleed. And I nosebleed. think that's like, that's what Taylor Swift done. She was like, right, yeah. whatever, but I've just gone on. That's what David Beckham did. Okay, awful. I shouldn't have done that. We need to have done, uh, you should have sung the Taylor Swift song. You need to calm down. I love that song. Oh, being too loud. Hold on, I've got a really good bit for that. Okay, Uh-oh. hold on. Because I have, a, I actually practiced it. This is the really sad thing. I actually practiced this with Johnny. Um, <laughs> Because there's this really, um, lyrics, lyrics, there's this really tricky thing. Oh, God. It's really stressed. I'm really stressed. My phone's being stressed. You need to calm down. Okay, you so. beat too loud. Yeah, so this, let me just hold on. Say it on the street. And I am trying to mess out. with your self-expression, but I'm I'm stressing I'm stressing stressing Stop. Stop. Sorry. No, no, no. Okay. And <laughs> about nobody else's no fun. Sticks and snows never broke my bones, so uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Yeah, anyway, so that's what I do in my spare time is I try and... Um... Oh, and there's another song by Ladbrook Grove. And oh, I can't that's a get... terrible name for a band. I can't get the, I can't get the thing right. I, th- okay. I definitely feel a Life Laundry album coming on. Um, okay, before, well, now that we've, 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 we've fixed cancel culture, right, so that may even happen again. Yeah, I just, well, let's round it up. I just feel like... Instead of cancelling things, like, it, I think what I, I really object to as well is it's the arrogance that you have the power to cancel someone else. Do you mm. know what I mean? It's like, no, David, to be fair, you know, Debbie from Newcastle, David Beckham doesn't give a shit what you think, honestly. Like, well, I think he kind of did at the time when he got dropped from well, everywhere. I, well, I, I mean, well, if you're in the, you get dropped from everywhere and you, you're in the media a lot and that's got to wear down. But I just think it's that, thing of the cancel culture of like well they're cancelled and it's like yeah I'm pretty sure in his billionaire's house in 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 Holland Park he's he's crying into his you know beautiful yeah like I mean he has aged really well he's aged really well she's aged really well I've not seen a picture Um, recently she has she's aged really well and uh, she's annoyingly petite for someone who's spawned as many children as she has, I'm assuming she's had a lot. 
help in that department, which I totally would if I could. If I if David Beckham was my husband, I would have definitely had my baby slab removed. But not not for Joe. He's not quite good enough. Joe, so. if Joe will fucking fork out for it, I'll have that baby slab removed. My mum keeps going. Go to the NHS, darling. She's got no idea. My mum. Uh, and my sister both lost baby weight as soon as the baby was removed they just sprang back in to uh, position but they have a lot smaller babies than me but my mum is literally like the NHS can't expect you to walk around like that darling I'm like well this is great on all counts because yes they can but also now I know how you feel about it mum so cheers (laughs) poor Joe. yes poor (laughs) Joe. that's what I think when I look at myself with no clothes on poor Joe. (laughs) <laughs> um no i'm not doing positive I'm, I'm not going to do a positive for the week i'm going to do a oh a cancel fuck, for the week what the actual fuck just happened for the week oh so, okay i'm excited um, um so what happened was my husband who's called derek was knocking down a fence post because we needed to get a lorry through and the gate well, it's a long story anyway so we were at the front of the house now i feel like that's house- a very Gemma bray thing to do we need a lorry to come in. We're going to knock down a fence post. Just knock it down. So our neighbours and I, we have a shared drive that comes in off the road, right? So it yeah. looks, it looks, although it's not, like some sort of road, bullying. like a public. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm like, Mike, why are those people parked on our grass? And I'm like, oh no, oh no, there's too many. Oh no, what the? This old oh. dude. Right, and an old lady. Not another one. In a kilt. Right. He saw his willy. He was having a wee on the grass. And then she squatted. She squatted and had a wee on my grass. So I'm like, I'm gonna have to say something. And Mike's like, no, don't, because Mike, you know what Mike said? You might have prostate problems. And I was well, like, she doesn't. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mike, he's weeing on my front lawn. Anyway, and, and anyway, so I was like, I'll leave it. He's clearly desperate. Like they were in their, they looked like they were in their late 80s. They were very well to do. She had twin set and pearls and a kilt on and she was squatting on my garden. Yes, and it, she not oh, I've got so many questions and, and that then, you won't be able to answer. So, so then and then so they got in their car. And the bit that made me did run out and chase them was they right. then reversed onto my <gasps> flowers. And then pulled out. And I was was running down the road. Can you get a gate? Well, so then what I did was I texted my neighbour and I was like, there was just a man having a wee, having a wee. I didn't use the word wee, I swore. On our front garden. Having a fucking piss. That's what I said. (laughs) And then, and she was like, I think we need a gate. I was like, I think you need a gate. I think we need a gate. Because you have that poor woman with her child in the car. Oh yeah, no, but that was... That was weird. So we need a yeah. gate. But then my mind immediately went to, but what will I do when the Amazon man or the, the delivery man comes in? I'll you, have to, it's a, it's a good, you can get... It's a, it's a good... Can, I'd say 800-yard walk to the end. It's a long way. But you can get... I've got loads of options. You can get a, uh electric gate. But I think... Yeah, and then you need to put electrics get, but, down there you do need to put electrics down there but I think any gate will show people it's a private thing but also you can have so because where I grew up um there's a wall all the way around with big wooden gates that you couldn't see over like huge and we had a letterbox in the wall that went through into a box so Mm -hmm. that's where our post was delivered so the postman didn't have to come in it was great I realize now 
I keep blaming my mum when I'm looking at houses because I'm like, I grew up on a compound. I just want to be able to, I want a big wall and some gates and I want to never see people. And she was like, but it was very secluded. And I was like, that's what I want. Yeah. But I, I want a, a hole in the wall that the post comes through. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that could work. You could just have a box. For my delivery. <laughs> you still there? Chip. Gemma, 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 Gemma. Yeah, oh, you you're there. You're back. You're back. You're back. back. And I'm back in the room. <laughs> Gemma, 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 Gemma. Um, Gemma. So, yeah, it was all very weird. I saw an old man's Bridget. willy. Um, what, so, what's your positive? Yes, having... What's your positive? What's your positive? What's your positive? Um, I've got my favourite trainers on. Can't see them. Can too... Oh, yes. Nice. Is that I think I've decided what I want to retrain as. Ooh. And. Um, yeah. Loads of people, when I've mentioned it to them, have said it is really good. And oh. I, well, I don't think I should announce. Okay. Is it what I think it is? What, what do you think it is? You said it's the thing, you know, the chippy. I'm going to mediate. I think I'm going to retrain to be a mediator. Yes. I'd be and quite a coach. scared if you were my mediator. Uh, yeah, I think a mediator. And do a you coach. need to retrain to be a coach? Do you need, do you need uh, qualifications? I, th- I don't know, because I don't think you technically need a qualification as a mediator, and they seem to be really vague, and I've done both before, and people have told me that I should do it for a job. And so part of me is like, just start doing it. But also, I'm the sort of person that's, um, like, I feel like I can't do anything unless I have, like, a master's degree in it. Mm. Um, I, I'd be interested to know if any of the laundrettes have done that I can't remember if it's the Myers-Briggs or the Briggs-Myers pers- uh, personality test um, but I did it years ago and, I, and I'd completely forgotten about it and then someone was asking me whether I'd done it and I said yeah and then I had a look at what it says I am and it says exactly that they're the, you know I'm the sort of person that needs to have every sort of qualification and I'm married to someone who'd literally be like he's like just start mediating just go just do it so you know yeah but if you don't need somewhere in the middle official yeah well it's always good to go by best practice isn't it yeah well I've got a book that's as far as I've got so far but what I think it was really nice was for ages since school since I can remember I have always said if I was if there was something that I was good at I'd want to do it because it must be so nice to be good at something. And all the people who are my harshest critics in the world, when I've said to them, oh, I'm thinking about doing this, they've been like, you will be amazing at it. And that's really nice. So there's hope. Well, that's a good positive. I like that positive. Do you, do you have one or are you just staying with the, with the willy? Um, that we are going to do our... Um, um, uh, a load of soil just came and I'm starting <gasps> work on my um, kitchen garden. Are you going to do that next week? week? Yeah. Because of course. That'll be good. Because I have to do so. I can't just, of course, like you said, you'll yeah, be Yeah, but garden is, a very, garden is a very meditative. We put an outside tap on because previously I was having to carry a big bucket full of water. Yeah, that's really um, annoying. And it hurt my back. So we put a garden tap in and um, the outside tap in. We're all good to go, basically. That's exciting. I think yeah. it's really good. I think gardening is going to be perfect for you next week. Yeah. That because you're improve. doing something, but you meditate. Your brain has time to think. Because it's a mindless task. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. 
And on that note, we shall speak to you all next week. Say goodbye, Chiffy. Bye-bye. <laughs>